Welcome to the Christian Conservative Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Christian Conservative Podcast. We got um, kind of a loaded um, episode today, so we'll go ahead and get through the topics and a little discussion here. Um, But I want to let you guys know that um, I've evolved the uh, podcast even a little bit more here. So now I've got a way for you guys to be able to leave me a voice message uh, with any kind of comments or concerns or feedback or uh, just whatever you're like. Um, right now, I just have the free account uh, just to see how much it gets used. If it gets used a lot, then I'll up it uh, because with the free account, I only get 90 seconds um, of time for you guys to be able to leave a message. So that's one and a half minutes. Um so you just have to be quick about it. But the website to go to is speakpipe.com. Again, that is speakpipe.com backslash the Christian conservative. So again, that's speakpipe.com backslash the Christian conservative. And that is how you can leave me a voice message and I will um, respond to it if it's a question or something like that on my next podcast after listening to it. So I'll check it uh, about once or twice a day and see what's on there and respond to it the very next time I do a podcast, which would be typically the next day, if not the day after that. Um, Also, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and ask for your guys' feedback on something. And this would be a good way to use this new tool that just implemented here. And that is, would you guys like me to upload a podcast episode every single day? Keep doing it the way that I am doing it? Or just do like one a week for a longer duration? Um, So I know that um, the podcast world is growing and not everybody has um, a lot of time on their hands to be able to listen to um, podcast episodes. So I just want to make sure that with my listeners, I'm catering to them to the best that I can. And um, that way you guys can get the content and it be on your terms there. And with that being said, we will go ahead and move into um, our first topic here. And that's going to be that... Uh, just to touch base on it just a little bit here, that Cuomo is uh, still not going to step down. He's He said it again that he's still not stepping down even with, you know, number six coming forward. And this one's, um, this one's pretty um, aggressive, I would say. I guess this one is saying that he called her up to his office, his private office. And once she got up there, he basically fondled her and put his hands underneath her skirt and was grabbing her uh, private part there uh, which is very rude and disrespectful Um, I just no words for it I guess I just can't uh, can't believe it so um, with that being said the next thing that kind of wanted to go into and that is the um, Biden speech today Uh, he said that the COVID bill got overwhelming support Uh, by a lot of uh, Americans and a lot of members of government there. Um, And you'll hear him refer to um, a lot of mayors and this and that, um, which are both Republican and non-Republican, supposedly. Uh, But one thing I want you guys to keep in mind is that uh, not not one 
Republican voted for this uh, COVID bill, the the 1.9 trillion dollar bill that he signed into uh, into um, built into a law there yesterday, and uh, he did a speech about it late last night, uh, which actually you know surprisingly he did pretty well. I wonder what kind of medicine he was on when he did that. But anyways, I do have a clip here that um, I'll let you guys listen to from today with him saying that. Uh, that um, overwhelming support there on all sides of the aisle. But I will tell you this, that um, here in a CNN um, article, and we all know how CNN is uh, not the best for telling truths there. It says right here, House Democrats passed a legislation on party line vote of 220 to 211. No Republicans voted in favor one Democrat actually voted against the bill. Um, so that was pretty interesting. It looks like that was Jer- Jared Golden of Maine. Uh, so, you know, kudos for, for him for uh, trying to vote against it here. But I love how Joe Biden is saying he got overwhelming support ex- and from the Republicans, which is just a uh, just another flat out lie, guys. Um, un- it's just unbelievable. Uh if you listen to his speech last night, he's basically trying to take credit for everything that the Trump administration got accomplished. Uh, he said, once again, saying once he got in office, there wasn't enough vaccines for the American people, um, which to somewhat of his defense, there wasn't enough for every single Americans, right? Obviously, it had just gotten approved and that kind of stuff, and they were making mass dosage of it. But um, here's the deal. When he came into office, we had already vaccinated, I think, 39 or 40 million people. And we were already vaccinating, I believe it was uh, right at um, or a little over 1 million people a day. And part of his plans was that he wanted to have a million, was it a million people or 100 million people, something like that, um, vaccinated and 100 days in office. But here's the deal, is that the Trump administration had already put him on the path to do that and was already going to do that without him having to even do anything. And now he's trying to take credit for the Johnson & Johnson one-shot vaccine. It's just absolutely absurd. It's, it's, it's just ridiculous. That vaccine was already in production and already being tested, and it was just waiting for like the final um, approval to get released so the American people can take it. So once again, he had nothing to do with that shot either. He just happens to be in office when it's rolling out to the public people. That doesn't mean that him and his administration are the ones that helped develop it and, and cut all the red tape for it to be developed so quickly. Uh, once again, that was a Trump administration with Operation Warp Speed. Uh, so thank you, President Trump and your administration for getting all those accomplishments completed in your four years, along with everything else that you guys did, despite what the Democrats were doing to you the whole time. Joe Biden, very disappointing in you that you would even try to take credit for that. That is just unbelievable but here i'm gonna go ahead and stop talking so you guys can um listen to that uh clip here from joe biden the bill was supported overwhelmingly by the american people democrats independents and republicans and had a strong support of governors and mayors across the country in both parties red states and blues over 430 mayors contacted me many of them republicans supporting the bill 
What do you guys think about that? Pretty unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, you guys can go check out and read the uh, article for yourself here on CNN. Um, it's on their website on the politics uh, part of it. So make sure you guys go check that out. Uh, I won't recommend you guys to CNN often, um, but obviously, you know, I want you to show even on their platforms, they still recognize that no Republicans voted for it, even though President Biden will try to convince you otherwise. So here we go. I came across this article here in the um, Federalist, and it was labeled Let's not assume Christian vaccine refusal is a spiritual problem. And this article is written by Kaylee Zimpel. Um, and I, I was reading it and um, it's a very good article that she put out. She was basically writing this kind of in response to an article that David French wrote. Um, so once I read her article, I went and read his article there on the uh, frenchpress.thedispatch.com and this is where he's writing and the and the topic of it is the spiritual problem at the heart of christian vaccine refusal why are so many white why are so many white evangelicals reluctant to consider the health of their community written on march 7th um so he's basically going and he starts off with the good news saying you know what's all happening and the surveys that are coming back for how many people want to get vaccinated and that kind of thing. Um, and then it goes into, um, so what's the bad news? And he says the bad news is that the vaccine hesitancy breaks down sharply along partisan and religious lines. And that hesitancy is a, is so profound and white evangelical communities that it could disrupt the quest for herd immunity huh on a partisan basis white republicans are among those least likely to take the vaccine for example here's a rather jolting chart from the YouGov poll so before we even look at this poll here i'm going to go ahead and address the uh, christian side of this because obviously i'm a christian myself here I am personally Catholic. Um, so it's not that religious people are refusing to get just this vaccine. Some religious people refuse to get all the vaccines and they won't give themselves or their children any of these vaccines. And you can't hold that against them. We live in a free society and it's not going to cause an issue if these people don't get vaccinated or not. Um, just like anything else, they'll eventually probably catch it and their body will fight it off and then they'll become, they'll get a natural immune against it. That's why you have an immune system, right? So when you get these illnesses or diseases that your body's never experienced before, once you have it once, your body builds up antibiotics against it inside your body and then if you ever get in contact with it again it immediately attacks it and kills it and you really don't see it um so but also a lot of people's religion might say this you know that they don't they don't believe in the vaccines me personally i can tell you that some vaccines i do believe in some vaccines i do not believe in for the most part you know i've got vaccinated and my kids have got vaccinated for the most common things you know measles um and that kind of thing um but i can tell you i never 
got the chicken pox vaccine. I'm not sure if it just wasn't available when I was a kid. Maybe my parents didn't say to get it. Um, but I know a lot of kids that actually got the chicken pox when I was growing up. But now there's a vaccine for it, right? So nobody ever gets chicken pox for it no more. Um, you know, my kids got that vaccine. It's not a big deal. But something like the COVID vaccine. Um, so here, So here's my stance on the vaccine. For people that want to get it, great, go get it. I support you. Good luck with it. Uh, to me personally, there's just not enough uh, science behind it. There's not enough um, results, not enough people that have taken it to, to really show what the long-term side effects are. And, and, and that's more what I'm concerned about, right, is like the long-term side effects. I'm not that old. So if it's something to where 10 years down the line, a lot of people are developing this or this because of this vaccine, you know, that's something that I need to know about that. That's a potential that I, that that's something that could happen down the road right now. There's not enough years behind it. So you don't know what the long-term um, issues might be. Maybe there's not great, but I'm not willing to take that risk. Um, simply, you know, what, what really changed my mind about these flu vaccines and that kind of stuff is, um, I, I don't, I, I don't ever get the flu vaccine no more either. Haven't gotten in it in years. Um, and I hardly ever get the flu. The one time I did take the flu shot, I got sick as hell. Um, but then the H1N1 came out, right? The swine flu. And then they came out with a vaccine for that. And then the small percentage of it's like, one percent or two percent something something very small like that it affects their nerve system and i seen it to where this uh dallas cowboys cheerleader i won't ever forget i seen it when it when it first came out there on the news to where you know she could no longer walk normal um or talk normal unless she was i believe it was either walking or running backwards and then she could act normal, talk normal, running. She looks like a normal person. But as soon as she starts to slow down and stop, she instantly goes back into this crippling, um, like shaking, hunched over kind of um, situation and, re and really can't talk. Um, so that's super scary. And there's been other cases like that. Um, some not as severe. Um, some as severe, so I mean, it's uh, it's it's just very scary to think about that that that's a possibility that could happen, and quite honestly, I'm just not um, I'm not willing to uh, to take that risk. I'm not willing for my kids to take that risk. As of right now, the kids can't even take the vaccine. It's not approved for kids. Um, so you know, and even when it does get approved for kids, you know, I you know, it'll probably be a little while. Um. You know, once again, this this flu, you know, for the most part, has like a 99% survival rate, you know. So, I mean, that's just one thing you got to think about. But anyways, let's go ahead and move on to the other topic of this, which is going to be basically the white Republicans and white non-college adults and how they tally up against other individuals, right? So there's already already some some issues here that I see with this graph on YouGov, and it's called vaccine resistance is strongest among white Americans without a college education and white Republicans. 
Then it shows you a graph. And the top three things are white Americans, then black Americans, and then Hispanic. Hispanic Americans, right? So for the white Americans, the ones that say that they would never get their vaccine is 23%, okay? Black Americans, that same category, 25% say they would never get their vaccine. Hispanic Americans, 21% say that they will never get the vaccine. So based off of, based off of that graph and that tallies there, I would say that it has nothing to do with your race or ethnical background or what you believe. It's just simply saying that all three of those categories basically agree with never, the percentages of never getting the vaccine are very close. The same with that I've already gotten it. The same with that as soon as it becomes available, they will get it. But then, but then they, then they think they're, then they think they're slick, right? Because then they break it down to white Democrat and leaners. Then another line says white non-leaning independent. And then the other line says white Republicans and leaners, right? So they only give you the white statistics. They don't give you the black or the Hispanic or the Hispanic statistics on this one. And this one says that white Democrats and leaners, 6% say that they would never get their vaccine, right? That's the Democrats. Only 6% of them in the white category say that they won't get it. The white non-leaning independents, so all your independents out there that kind of stand neutral, 29% say that they would never get it. And then you go down to white Republicans and leaners, and this is kind of where they get the topic for this because 36% say that they would never get it. So hence why they say white Republicans in, the, in this um, article or this graph title here, um, because 36% of white Republicans and leaners say that they will not get the vaccine. And then they break it down into education level. So white high school or less, white some college, and then white college degree. So the white high school or less, 30% of those individuals that have a high school diploma or less that are white Americans say that they will never get the vi uh, take the vaccine. That's 30%, right? And then the white population that has some college, that has some indoctrination you know by the left 23 percent of those individuals say that they would never get it so you know not too bad and then white college degree individuals 18 percent say that they will never get it so numbers aren't too far off again but what they failed to really show you and this is the thing that the left likes to do is they like to give you half of what you need to know right so at the very top they break it down all three white black and hispanic right and then the others just show you the white. But I want to know what, what the black Democrat and leaners say. I want to know what the black non-leaning independents say. I want to see what the black Republicans and leaners, you know, what their results are along with the Hispanics and all those categories on, 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 the, on the political and the education level. I would like to see the, those others and with the whites. Why is only the whites being shown? I can, I can tell you this. I can guarantee you the reason why that they only show you the whites and they don't show the black and the hispanics in here is because the numbers are very similar to uh these numbers down below because if you look up at the very top the white black and hispanic americans as american pop what i'm thinking as these are listed as the american population in total right so the white black and hispanics as a whole in all three of these categories right so the numbers are very similar 23 25 and 21 percent say that they would never get it so what they're trying to do is they're trying to throw you off by just showing you what the whites in these areas are are saying 
all to cater to the narrative because you know why? Because the narrative right now is white people are, are no good. White people are bad. You know, white people are horrible. They ruined their, this country and basically are saying, you know, why are they even on this planet right now? All they are is, is racist and want to have slaves and this and 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 they and they hold everybody else down. You can't do nothing because all the whites in America are holding you down. Bullshit. That's what I say, and that's exactly why they don't want to show you this graph because it's going to show you we all think alike and we all agree on things, and the and the and the numbers won't be much different. But it doesn't fit their narrative because the left is trying to divide the country. You know, Joe Biden is supposed to be all about unity, right? Well, he consistent, consistently lies. He takes credit for other people's work. You know, uh, how how is that how is that bringing unity? And then you have people like this that that want to show you half of the information that you need to know to try to keep to keep fueling that narrative. And that's what's wrong with America, and that's why we have to stand up and fight against this and bring this kind of stuff out to light because if you don't bring it out to light it won't be talked about you know mainstream media they're not covering this kind of thing no all all they're covering is joe biden telling everybody that uh his administration is the ones that you know really got all the american people vaccinated which in fact his administration said that they were going to set up a hundred vaccine sites within a, a hundred days right or something similar to that they set up seven seven sites that's it but yet you know they're the ones that that have vaccinated all these people absolutely ridiculous um you know but once again you know joe biden is the president of of unity but all he keeps doing is keeps dividing people and keep dividing people and keep outsourcing our jobs to other countries and doesn't tell you what he's doing uh, you know i mean shit i mean it's been i think 50 days 50 days since he talked to the american people and he, and he finally came out and and talked to the american people and not taking questions though just going to tell you what it is and then he's out see you later he signs these bills into law you know signs it sets the pin down gets up and walks off doesn't take no questions I mean, this guy uh, is just un unbelievable. I really hope that all the uh, Biden supporters out there are really proud of themselves, you know, because I have I have really yet to hear of anything good that Joe Biden has done. I haven't heard his I haven't heard his supporters come out and really praise him. You know, all I heard for the four years of President Trump was uh, how horrible he's doing and this and that. Nothing ever, ever good. Um, now you just don't hear nothing at all, nothing good, nothing bad, really. Just, just as if you know nothing's really going on. Yet he signed like forty-five executive orders, <laughs> and now, and now he's, and now, and now they're on task to really attack this Second Amendment. This is critical, guys. This is very, very critical. You know they are, they are really, really pushing this envelope on, on to start taking people's guns away. Uh, mainly, um, mainly rifles, you know, they want to take your AR-15s away, you know, any kind of semi-automatic rifle, you know, they, they don't want you to have, but what they fail to realize is in our constitution, it says that we can protect ourselves with the same weapons as our government has, or the military has, 
that way the radical government a radical a radical government can never take over the american people and they need to realize that and people that we have in office on our on our side need to realize that and we need to be watching them heavily and to make sure that they're not voting for um for bills like this i heard today that seven republicans are on board as of right now to to vote for this um bill or this law that joe biden wants to sign and and to law here i mean we really need to be watching these people 2022 i keep saying it and i and i will continue to keep saying it until it it it's over with and i'll start talking about 2024 more but 2022 guys and gals is a it is a huge year and once again i know i've said it a a lot of times you might get tired of hearing me say it but i'm gonna keep saying it we need to get ready now we need to start spreading the word now we need to start telling the younger population mainly and so it's weird like you gotta you really gotta focus on kind of like the younger population and the older population the median population right now for for the mass majority i think kind of agree with each other but as a young people we need to educate them before they get indoctrinated by by the colleges mainly i mean they they really start you know middle and high school i think is when they really start heavily on trying to indoctrinate our 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 youth and to believing their views and then when they get to college it even gets worse um i've i've heard that some professors won't even let you record their lectures no more uh that's asinine if you're gonna pay to go to a college you should be able to record every lecture that you ever go to the only reason why those professors are there is because of all the people that are in their class sitting in those seats paying for that class and paying to hear what this person has to say and we need to stick together as americans and say these people that are teaching our kids are not going to push their personal political views onto people they're going to teach them the raw truth and let people make the decision for themselves you know that's what that's what we really need to focus on especially in these colleges um you know effective yesterday you know um i don't i don't know exactly how to do it maybe we just got to start at the um private colleges maybe start sending them mass emails and saying this is what we want and this is what we expect or we're not going to send our children to your schools no more and eventually you're going to go belly up and then once we get successful there then we can start branching out to all the public universities and start putting this pressure on them as well and um and we need to and we need people to start standing up for our rights because they're because they because they are being taken they're being taken every day right from underneath our noses and you know unless you're really paying attention you're not seeing it and that's and that's the issue um is that we're having is that um for the last i don't know probably decade or so is that they've been continuously taking 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 and it's getting to the point to where it's getting dangerously close of them of them stripping us of all of our rights and that's when um and this is why we guys stick together now more than we ever have there is no more wait and see it's we got to go out after it and get it and take it back over before it's too late and a non-violent way and a political and a political fight not not like a war fight so we need to um 
hold ourselves to high standards and um, and just get the job done. If we hold ourselves to high standards, tell the truth, and do what we say we're going to do, the American people will love us. Obviously, it can be done. Donald Trump did it despite all of the things that were against him. Um, so I don't want to hear no more that it's not possible. You can definitely do it. Um, you know, I haven't always had this podcast. I started this podcast for two main reasons. One is because I used to rush, I used to listen to Rush Limbaugh show every single day, and I relied on his show to get uh, his opinions and to get facts from off of his show. And then once he passed away, I said, you know, I know there's a lot of people out here in this conservative space, um, but I need to I need to 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 let my voice be heard too because that's that's something he used to advocate a lot about. Um, Rush Limbaugh is you know your make sure your voice is heard. Speak out and speak out loud so your voice can be heard and do it on whatever platform that you have available to you and do it on all platforms that you have available to you. Um, so you know I started looking into how how to make a podcast. I seen that relatively to start one. I mean it's, it's it's not hard to, to really start one. What's really hard is is coming up with the content and being able to talk about it for you know thirty minutes to an hour, however long you want your your episode to go, and to be able to keep people's attention the the whole time. And that's what I strive to do on my podcast. I really hope I'm doing a good job at doing it and keeping your attention um, during the whole podcast. You know, I give you guys the the true facts, um, and I give you a little bit of my opinion as well, you know, I mean, I tell, I, I tell everybody, you know, take my opinion with a grain of grain of salt, listen to it, agree with it, disagree with it, do what you will with it, um, but if nothing else, hopefully it opens up another door or different avenue for you to explore before just shutting down completely against it, um, so anyways, that's my little rant on that, and uh, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the, the uh, episode here. On that note, I really want to thank everybody for uh, once again coming out, listening to the podcast, sharing the podcast if that's what you've been doing. I see the numbers steadily going up and I'm very grateful for that. So thank you so much um, for uh, listening to, to the podcast. And once again, um, if you want to leave me a comment or feedback or anything like that go to speakpipe.com backslash the christian conservative to leave me up to a 90 second voice message on either questions concerns or feedback i would love to hear from all of you guys and gals and i hope you all have a great weekend god bless you and we will catch you guys on the next episode